Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. He's not. He's going to. Oh. I saw the email correspondence. He's going to be there. So this is the biggest guess if you're doing liners for it. I did it, yeah. This is Greg Giannotti of Geo and Jones. Join us this morning at 8.15 Eastern as Nick Saban joins us live right here on CBS Sports Whoa, Radio. Damn. That's what right. happens when you won five championships, national championships. That's right. I don't know mm-hmm. if anybody played them, but mm-hmm. they were in there. We just played them. There you go. <laughs> Pete, you played some yesterday? I played some during DA. Yeah. Oh, good for you, Pete. I like that. Thank they, you. They were <sighs> played during Tiki and Tierney. Oh, very good. Very good. Probably not overnight, though. See, your work. I hear that well, Amy gets it. mad when Isaac plays Geo and Jones liners. Oh, really? That's what I've heard. Yeah. Why? Um, you're going to have to ask her that, but that's what I've heard. I won't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, uh. Not allowed to play a Geo Jones liner overnight. Oh, yep. And if if he does, hell to pay. Oh, whatever. Hell to pay. Yep. Anyway. <laughs> Luckily for us, we don't have any liners to play. <laughs> we just play our own, probably. We, we don't we play hers, do we? Well, we, can't, we don't. Our format's oh. different. Because oh, they have those updates where they have to have a liner at the end of them. Ours do not. It's hot, hot, hot. Oh, you can no. beat the heat this oh, summer with no. After Hours 2 Turn to 6 Eastern. Turn it on CBS Sports Turn Radio. Oh. Ah. Yeah, play. I'd rather hear Harbaugh than that mess. That. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I can't let you keep going because who you. knows. All right, a couple of football stories. Uh, first off, Mikey V, please post the video of Phil Simms dancing with a boombox. Oh, no. Oh, please God. put that up on Gio and Jones. Follow us. Uh. At Gio and Jones, G-I-O and Jones on Twitter. I, I, I saw that, and it just reminded me. I'm always referencing Richard Pryor, of course, my favorite comedian of all time, and it just reminded me of a scene in, in Silver Street uh, with the dude you helped kill, uh, Gene Wilder. Mm. And and Gene Wilder, he was trying to disguise him so they could get on a train, yada, yada, and he had a little transistor radio up to his ear, and he was dancing, and Richard Pryor looked at him and said, why do all you whiteys have such tight ass? <laughs> yeah, and that's what I thought of when I saw my man Phil. It, this is Phil Sims. It really did <laughs> look horrible. Doing? Yeah, I mean it was. Phil. I mean, even if he was trying to be funny, it didn't. Work. I a- applaud the effort, but oh, not me. The the, the execution. <laughs> <laughs> so they were filming some NFL Today promos with their new crew, with JB Phil. Coach, Nate, and Boomer, and 10 other guys, probably. <laughs> this is Phil Sims. And they were in Times Square yeah. doing their thing. Yep. Yeah. And I guess there was some break dancing. Yeah. And then Nate Burleson and Phil Sims got into the mix, and Phil grabbed a boom box and, I mean, looked borderline <laughs> epileptic <laughs> in his movements. <laughs> so. I'm going to have to work with the boy. <laughs> Phil, come here, man. I'm working with him. Show you a couple moves. They had to drop it like it hot. Right. 
I wonder if Romo's a better dancer. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> two-stepper. He's a two-stepper. <laughs> two-stepper. Right. Even Terrace Patel attended. <laughs> Wait, don't touch me. Don't touch me. <laughs> he grabbed I mean, the boombox. Is he going to have a handheld mic? Or is he going to have a kickstand on that bad boy? <laughs> Oh, so I'm broke. Hang <laughs> on. You are fragile. <laughs> Jim Nance comes back from a break. We've lost Tony. He's... I mean, how light are the headsets going to have to be with that, with that clavicle? He puts on the headset and eyeball pops out. <laughs> wow, I didn't see that one coming. Like, Hello, friends. Man. Well, Jim Nance solo today. <laughs> as our crew tries to put Tony back together. It'll be fine. He just played in that golf tournament out in uh, Lake Tahoe, the big deal that all the real famous people play in. Uh, follow, follow me, please. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter, at G.O. and Jones. G.I.O. and Jones. So the Kansas City Star editorial board, um, it's not one particular author. It's just it's authored by the editorial board. A whole bunch of them? Yeah, uh, apparently. Uh, wrote a column saying that Mike Vick should not be coaching the Kansas City Chiefs in any way. Now, he is a coaching intern, and they go through some of the details of why he ended up in jail. Which we're all aware of. Yeah, everybody knows. And it says, you know, maybe his turnaround is completely sincere. Yet his arrival here as a Bill Walsh Minority Fellowship coaching intern is hardly the unalloyed coup that Reed <laughs> thinks it is. So, I mean, I'm not sure at this point how much more you can or how much you can hold against him. And, and this is something that we said yesterday. And was I was even reluctant to bring this up today, but I kept it on the rundown for for this reason, is the fact that you know when you have a, a newspaper business and – you have a story like this, I think that people want to capitalize on it. And I think that's where this is coming from more than anything else. It's a hot-button topic, yeah. and they decided to write about it to get some eyes and some clicks for their their paper. We had the same issue with Joe Mixon uh, there with a local uh, television network once he was signed oh, or right. drafted by the, uh, the Bengals. Yes, mm-hmm. Exactly. And I like to call people out when they do that because I think that I'm I've been around the the business long enough now to to realize I could I could smell that type of thing. So I'm just not sure if it, if any of the people that are on this editorial board. I wonder if any of them. And I understand this was an egregious thing. And I'm a dog owner. I'm an animal lover. And I hated all of that. Yeah. I hated all of that. And I, and even reading some of the stuff again in this, it, it makes me sick. It does. But he went to jail. He didn't go to jail for an hour. He didn't go to jail overnight. He went to jail for, what, a year and a half, right? Two years. I mean, it was was over two, wasn't it? I think it might have been 18 months, which would be a a year and a half. Somewhere around there. A year and a half in jail for his crimes. And has come back. He played football. He hasn't been involved in anything else. And he's living his life as a convicted felon who came out and is now doing everything he needs to do. Now, my issue with it is I think he's going to be a terrible coach, not the fact that he's getting an opportunity. But isn't that the way 
the world is supposed I, that's to work. The way it's, it's supposed to work, but in a lot of people's eyes, it doesn't work uh, in, in that way. And even when he signed with Pittsburgh, you had those Steeler fans there that, that felt the same way as this editorial board uh, did. And, and we discussed this yesterday, the fact that he's going into the uh, Virginia Tech Sports Hall of Fame, and the guy paid for the crime. Why can't you understand and get that through your thick skulls those who are still opponents to him being able to go on and live his life uh, because they act as if and this is this is a prevailing theory uh, about sports for some people is that they act as if this is something that's given to you and the reason they act that way is because we always or a lot of people always say it's a privilege to play it's a privilege to be a part of bull it's not you never say it's a privilege to be part of the editorial board at the Kansas City Star. You never say it's a privilege to work at CBS Sports Radio. You work your ass off to, to get that type of employment. Vic and others who are playing sports work their butts off. No one just handed them an NFL contract. We like the way you look. Uh, you you. It appears you have some fast twitch muscles. It appears you can throw the ball uh, 50, 60 yards. No, showcase it. Show us you can do that, and we'll give you a hefty contract. Just like if you show us that you have the ability to write uh, good opinion pieces, we'll give you a job writing for the Kansas City Star. So these people have this this notion that these jobs are just given away. It's a handout. Well, it's not a damn handout. And, and here's a coaching situation where he's just an intern. He's not going to be on the coaching staff. He's going to be there for about three weeks, however long camp lasts for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's it. And then he moves on. So I don't understand why it's a huge problem for these folks because he did the crime. He did the time. What else do you want? What do yeah. you want? And to me, it's a success story in the sense right. that he learned how bad this was when he didn't know beforehand because it was a cultural thing. And it, it was a learned behavior. And it, it was, was something a, that was accepted. And it was discussed. And right. I'm not I'm not defending those not actions whatsoever. at all. But he was able, I mean, he ended up a year and a half in jail. And I'd love for anybody who is on this editorial board who gets in trouble and then gets fired from their radio gig, let's say whatever it is, or their their uh, newspaper gig, and then tries to get a job somewhere else, and then they hold that thing over them for the rest of time and see how they feel about it. You think that that person who's on this editorial board would say, you know, I don't think I should have this job because I screwed up badly in my past. Right. Even though I've done everything right, and I got fired and embarrassed and had yeah. nothing... And now I've learned the error of my ways and I've even given to charity or whatever. And I'd like to have another opportunity to have a job. But actually, don't. Please don't. Right. Because it's just not right. And we're not condoning what the dude did. How can you condone what he did? I'm like you, G, a dog owner. And I fret over anything ever happening to to my pooch, man. I mean, Hoyer's my baby. Don't do anything to my dog. Are you going to pay for it? So I'm with you. I'm in that number that, that... that, uh, that's an animal lover, but the guy has earned the right to move on from his transgressions. He's paid the price by losing his freedom, losing a ton of money, and, and now he's a big advocate and, and, and making folks aware of, of uh, inhumane treatment of animals, of dogs. So let him move on with his life. You move on with yours. Quit holding this over his head, and, and let's see if he has truly learned this lesson. I believe he has. Yeah, and... There hasn't been any issues after that. Now, if he was some sort of repeat offender who didn't seem to get it, showed no remorse, didn't serve any time, continued to get caught doing bad things, and then someone else gave him an opportunity because he was Michael Vick, then 
yeah, all right, I think maybe at that point you say, you know, like with Greg Hardy, it seemed like there was always something going on with him over and over Never again. Never learned his lesson. There was, there was a, there's a few guys out there that are like that. Well, that I can understand. All right, we're not right. going to give this guy a job. He doesn't figure. But, I mean, this is exactly the way it's supposed to work when you screw up. Thank you. Exactly yeah. the way. And if we're not giving guys like him second chances who figured it out, turned it around, served hard time, then who else are you going to give second chances to for, for somebody that messed up? Are you just going to, you know, the people that are squeaky clean are the only people that are ever going to get opportunities? Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it all goes back to the the job that he holds. And this is an internship. I, I doubt he's even getting paid for, for this deal. Uh, he gets room and board you know, and all, all those things. But as far as payment, I'm not so sure they pay these interns. So it goes back to they see this as one of those highly coveted gigs, which it is. You're in the NFL. A lot of eyeballs on the NFL. And, and, and they don't think he's worthy of that. Well, he, he just retired out of the NFL a year or so ago. So you're telling me now he's not worthy of coaching? He, he, was, he was worthy of going back and playing but not coaching, not being an intern? Uh, it makes no sense. Joe Flacco was going to miss three to six weeks with a disc issue in his back. Disc issue in his <laughs> back. Um, <laughs> out at least a week or two, uh-huh. um, and maybe three to six weeks. Damn. So that's not a good thing. And no. a back thing, as you have detailed to me many times, the worst of these injuries. Uh, can be debilitating. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I've never heard... I mean, especially with, like, the Steve Kerr thing that we've heard yeah. and some of these other Who's guys. Who's someone recently? someone else that's dealing with this? Can we just talk about yeah, someone it last a... week? Damn it, yeah, who was whatever. it? Whatever. I don't know. But anyway. Huh? Oh, Kershaw. Right, Clayton yeah. Kershaw, yes. Right. A disc issue. Right. Um, so you've this stuff happens, and it's not good. So um, the much-talked-about Colin Kaepernick is available if this thing gets worse. Uh, John Harbaugh said that he doesn't believe that Colin Kaepernick is being blackballed. Right. Uh, the only other quarterbacks on the roster are Ryan Mallett mm. and Dustin Vaughn. West Texas kid. West Texas A&M. Dustin? Dustin. Canyon, Texas. Nice. Yep. So would this be a situation where you would look at Colin Kaepernick and bring him in I mean, Mallet, I think, is just a total dud. So, <laughs> now, so you already you automatically upgrade at backup. <laughs> yeah, d- definitely. And, and we've seen the uh, travails of, of Ryan Mallet uh, when Houston, the Houston Texans were part of Hard Knocks and showing up late and all these excuses and yada yada yada. And and, and you know, while he's shown some uh, some some promise at times. Uh, there's a reason he's moved from team to team to team. And, and I, I, you would think it'd be a, a good opportunity for, for Kaepernick, the fact that he played for Harbaugh's brother, Jim, there at San Francisco, and they had a ton of success. And he played against John Harbaugh in the Super Bowl, came up just short versus the Ravens. Uh, so you would think he knows him well. And even when he was saying, I don't, excuse me, don't think he's being uh, blackballed, uh, you know, it, it's, it's more nuanced than that. Well, where's the nuance? Uh, you, you got guys on your squad now have done nothing in the league, really. Mallet, a little bit, if that. Uh, Vaughn, nothing. He's moved from team to team. He was with Pittsburgh. He was with the Buffalo Bill. He was with the Cowboys. Uh, and, and, and now uh, with the Ravens. So if you believe this guy has talent, he did have a, a ton of talent when he was taking you on in the Super Bowl. Now all of a sudden everyone said, well, he can't read defenses. They didn't say that then when they were 
on the, on the goal line there about to knock off the Ravens. Now all of a sudden he can't read defenses. He, he didn't play well last year. Yeah, completion percentage sixty or fifty nine percent, but sixteen touchdowns, only four interceptions. Uh, so he hadn't forgotten how to play football, and he wasn't surrounded by a lot of damn good football players. We got Cam Newton coming back. What they do last year? Go to the Super Bowl two years ago. Last year didn't even make the playoffs. And no one's saying Cam Newton all of a sudden can't read defenses. He's coming off of surgery uh, to his arm. Kaepernick a year ago was coming off of multiple surgeries and still posted 16-4 and touchdown-interception ratio. But he can't read defenses. Oh, he's a cancer in the locker room. Was Ryan Mallett, was he a leader in the locker room? Has anyone ever said that about him? Yeah, wasn't exactly Brett Favre. Yeah, I mean – Give me a break. They just keep moving the goalposts on this still, and we'll see. Uh, once again, the synergies between Harbaugh uh, or Kaepernick having played for John's brother there in San Francisco, all the success they enjoyed, and Jim Harbaugh has still come out and repeatedly said the guy can play, has a ton of talent, and we'll see uh, if he can land there. I'm not sure you can get two different quarterbacks in Flacco and Kaepernick. That might be a big issue mm-hmm. with their offense because you know, Flacco statuesque and Kaepernick more of a guy on the move. So that is, without a doubt, something that has to be considered in this. Sure. But to me, if you're in a situation where you can upgrade the talent, and, and if it's the same old excuse about him wanting too much money or he wants to start, then then prove it to us by offering him a contract and then showing us that he denied that contract offer. Because right. I haven't seen that right. yet. Yeah. Then offer and, him a contract. And, and who doesn't want to start? Who goes and said, I want to sit on the bench? Sign me, <laughs> please. please. Yeah, right. Would you please sign me? I do not have aspirations to start. I just want to sit over here and collect a check. That's it. Who the hell wants to be that guy? I mean, well, he wants to start. Well, yes, he wants to start. Want to talk some NFL with you? Do you think Mike Vick getting this opportunity with the Kansas City Chiefs is a good thing or a bad thing? And also, Colin Kaepernick, if you're the Ravens with the Flacco news, do you sign the guy? 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Plenty on the way. Don't forget Nick Saban in less than an hour. Keep it right here. It's Gio and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Andrew Bogish is back. He's got an update at 8.15 Eastern time. Nick Saban will be on the program. First here is Andrew Bogish. Well, speaking of uh, Coach Saban, and thanks to the internet, I've realized now that July 27th, is a recurring important day in Geo and Jones history. Really? Because today is Nick Saban Day. Happy Nick Saban Day. Roll yeah. Tide. Uh, and on this day in 2016, we introduced America to stepping back. Abdul Smith. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. How did you figure that one out? Time Hop has a picture. Oh, I, I posted a picture of, you, of Abdul, sadly. Shot to death by Abdul. Wow. And there it was. <laughs> Seems longer than a year, doesn't it? Well, here's the really weird thing. And this is, ends up, I think, being a credit to Mike, but I walk in the studio and I go, I think today's the one-year anniversary of stepping back. And he go, first he goes, okay, what's today's date? July 27th. Then he goes, yep. He was out, we did it at 7 o'clock. And he was right. <laughs> what reminded That's, you of that? Why would you think of stepping back? I just explained it. Yeah, Time Hop is a an app that you have that goes back into your social media and reminds you of what happened on that date in years prior. Time Hop. Time Hop. Hmm. So that came up. And Thanks for explaining it again. Bogus oh, time thanks hop. for not listening the first time. Yeah. I was listening, but I don't know what the hell you were talking about. <laughs> but then Mike, That's what's going to happen. <laughs> it's a weird savant memory of what time we discussed it. Yeah. Dang. 
No, he is. He's got a lot of Rain Man qualities in mm-hmm. there. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> something. There is something going Judge on. Wapner. Like I don't know. I mean, you would. I don't think it's a bad thing or no. insulting. I mean, I think that there's certain social things that he's very good at, and there's other things that he's horrible at. It's like there's no like. Okay. Well, there is. There's no middleman. Spelling horrible. Right. Yeah. Grammar horrible. Time zones. I mean, he. <laughs> That's true. He did ask me for to. No, I knew it. I was just I just wanted someone else to look at it. You came all in the news and go, I'm writing a tweet. Is it the Jets are the Jets a eight win team or an eight win team? I want to do it right. An eight win team. Oh, what's the rule for that? I'm like, well, eight oh. starts with a vowel. Yeah. Is it that simple? Yes. So what if they were a ten win a uh, ten win team? Oh, okay. Wow. I'm here for my one. I love learning. <laughs> at all ages, you never stop learning. <laughs> no, I think you stopped yeah. at some point when you were younger. <laughs> That's second grade. That's what I yeah. Let's not turn this on the bash pause Mike's brain. All right. <laughs> oh, it's, an man. it's an odd brain. Has anybody <laughs> yeah. ever told you like there's something you got something? Yeah, no, like... Mike's the first non-football CTE case. <laughs> so you're oh, oh, whoa. Is that too soon? No, 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 no. that's not. I didn't think that was that bad, sorry. <laughs> like, we could, you know, it would be great is if we gave you, like, a, a spelling bee, you know, you'd be, like, horrible at that, but like we put you in, like, some sort of weird labyrinth with a bunch of trivia clues about when guests were on, you know, you'd be able to find your way out of that. I have, a, I have a decent memory with this show. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Wow, so the anniversary is stepping back. I, I wonder if the uh, the <laughs> Academy could retroactively award me an Academy Award. Uh, no? It's oh, a man, disappointing phone call. That's who. <laughs> Maybe. Well, that's, I mean, they're trying to honor as many minorities as possible <laughs> after getting called out. <laughs> So <laughs> the the Rooney Rule, yeah. I mean, basically, if you watched last year, it was like the BET Awards. <laughs> hey, just ain't right. And my wife works at PwC, so we could put in a call and have that, the voting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hell yeah. I know the envelope writer. <laughs> Abdul, yeah. Let's go to Abdul. Best cinematography. <laughs> That's Step great acting. That's multiple characters, man. I mean, then that final scene with him taking his Don't give life. it away. People still haven't seen it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's some listeners out there who have no idea what we're talking about. Brian was in a movie in, what, the 90s this was? was it the no, 90s? it was the 90s. Uh, was it? <laughs> <laughs> I think the first filming was... Late 90s? Yeah, there was a yeah. gap in production. Yeah, yeah, there was a huge gap. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Late 90s was first shot. I mean, you came back like 45 pounds, either heavier or lighter, <laughs> different facial hair, and it was supposed to be like the next day. <laughs> you totally a lot can happen in 24 hours. The initial release was 2004. Okay. Yeah, the Stepping first... back drama. Hour Abdul. 20. Abdul. <laughs> Oh, amazing. Oh. Yeah, so Brian was in this movie. If you don't know what we're talking about, you, you can buy it. You should go purchase it. Yeah, go purchase it, yes. You still have my copy. Well, you gave it to me and I threw it in a drawer. Do you want it back? I would like it back. You want actually, me to autograph yeah. it? Yes, please. Okay. As Abdul, not I will Brian bring Jones. <laughs> Abdul. Abdul Smith. <laughs> they you... wrong, Abdul. It was for my appointment, damn it. <laughs> damn, man, that <laughs> ain't right. That ain't right. Trying to get a job. <laughs> I'm here for my 115 appointment. I, I, I do believe if anybody really did review this film, as I've said many times, the plot hole in the fact that Abdul Smith, who was this unemployed, 
angry man who beat his girlfriend had a show <laughs> who ended up killing himself. I didn't beat her. <laughs> yes, you Alleged. did. You did. It's, it was it's a leg. It was <laughs> That was a chair. No, when well, you punched her in the face, man. <laughs> yes, you did. Ah, get away from me. <laughs> See, she can still talk. <laughs> you don't remember what real Brian did <laughs> or what Abdul Smith did. It's amazing. Yeah, I didn't say that. But like, I didn't hit her. This entire community rallied around this domestic abuser who <laughs> killed himself because he couldn't get a job. Well, they, they knew I had a good <laughs> heart. on a step show. They, they, yeah, they just rallied around. They knew Abdul <laughs> had a good heart. step show. They danced in his like honor. They practiced <laughs> stomping on the floor to honor the memory of an unemployed domestic abuser who committed suicide. <laughs> That's right there. It doesn't make sense. He, he wasn't like a priest or, you know, a cop or somebody who was serving the community in some way. You know, it was, wasn't the abused woman. Yeah, right. They were honoring her memory because of a tough life. I don't, I don't like the way y'all are tearing down Abdul. Right? Abdul. Let, let Abdul rest in peace, okay? All right. He, he, he seemed he, like the biggest jerk. He was not a jerk. He was. He was trying to pavement, trying to find he employment. Treated everybody like crap, he man. Not. He walked into an office. They changed appointments. He screamed. He yelled at a guy. You didn't get a job, Abdul. And then you said that blank ain't right. You Damn, yelled. man. That's ain't yeah. Right. After he found out that you didn't get the job, what would you do? You walk. You don't scream at somebody and curse at them. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you. Sorry. I mean, this guy's the worst. That's some great acting. He's the worst. Man, I'm telling you, Academy called me. <laughs> I think they should uh, re-release that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to start I mean, a campaign to re-release this that. This day and age, everything's released. You yeah, can get it. You can get it right. if you want. You can still I mean, buy it. I'm going to re-release that, and maybe it'll help Delman out. Yeah, who was <laughs> there? Asked me to finance it. <laughs> now on Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> Delman's the guy who produced the thing. He wrote the thing. It was his, uh, what do they call it, dream project. Yeah. <laughs> Came on with us at 8 o'clock. <laughs> wow. Because he was out west. for money, did he? <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mikey B, don't find anybody else. <laughs> it's another disappointing phone call. That's who. <laughs> yeah, you know why so, I don't look at I don't look at my phone. <laughs> it, was, it was a passion project. That was the word. Yeah, I was it was for. a passion project. And that was such a weird interview because we thought we were going to have him on and laugh about it. But, like, because this was one of the greatest moments of his life, like, putting this thing together <laughs> and he thought it was good, we had to delicately sort of tiptoe around that, not to insult him. Oh, it's an awful movie. All right. <laughs> wow. It really was. I mean, from every angle. The yeah. premise was terrible. The execution <laughs> you, was terrible. You no, know it was, too. You don't even try to <laughs> pretend. I can't wait to see y'all movie. I'm not yeah. going to make be one, man. nicer. <laughs> that is just. Uh, man, damn. I need I, a therapist after I, this. After this? <laughs> this is finally the tipping point. <laughs> being abandoned by every blood relative you have. Your dog shot in front of you. <laughs> One NFL sack. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> separation, abandoning your current dog, <laughs> working with Rick Neuheisel. <laughs> All these things, yeah. and this is the moment right now. It's 
It's courageous you're looking for help, Brian. <laughs> Mike's brain right now is 7.33 on Thursday. We had Booger McFarlane on that day as well. <laughs> what the HR get here? <laughs> Talk about something that backfire there. <laughs> you pull out a whole dossier. Yeah, right. Tell me again what your issue is. <laughs> you, you calling HR is like that guy calling the cops because someone stole his weed. Yeah. How about that? Idiot. How about that? What a dummy. Well, you're a known drug dealer. We've been looking for you. Uh, I wow. could talk about stepping back every Man, day. leave my movie alone, David. I really could. I'm proud of my work. And thank you, Academy, whenever you decide to... Shower me with praise and an Oscar. <laughs> Disappointing phone call. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> this, this was the music that was played when Abdul's brains were splattered on the oh. drywall. <laughs> you know how you hard can see that... on Twitter at Gio and Jones. You know how hard that scene was? <laughs> you know how difficult that was? You know, sit there you know and the, shut up? The, yeah, the, I think it would method, be tough for you. The method acting I had to tap into <laughs> to complete that scene? That was difficult. Oh, man. Okay. That was you the know, beginning of your update, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you still haven't done it. Not really a word. No. <laughs> I don't remember this. I, I'm writing all... Are you, no. though, is the question. Are you really going to remember, remember it? this, yeah. You guys are going to pay. Because it's not funny. <laughs> what, do you make us do watch the movie? <laughs> yeah, is that going to be our punishment? Watch it again? <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't see the whole thing. Once you were out of it, I was done. I wasn't going to sit there and watch the rest of it. <laughs> Don't listen to these rotten tomatoes. You go out and buy it right now. Yeah, but folks. you can't. That's the problem. You Greg got the it. only one left. No, no, no. That's not true, well, actually. A ton of them. I'm in, in, there, there is, yeah, there's a lot available. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, it's a limited edition. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bruce. All right. Uh, so the Cubs got an 8-3 win at the White Sox last night as the Brewers were losing 8-5 in Washington. So the world champs are back atop the NL Central by themselves by a half game. And Jake Ariola. thinks they will stay there. We expect to uh, to remain in first place throughout the remainder of the way. Arietta allowed two runs on two hits over six and two-thirds. His Cubs are 10-2 and two since the break or a season-high six games over 500. The Dodgers are 40 over 500 after erasing an early 5 nothing hold down in the Twins 6-5. Cleveland and KC again matching wins atop the AL Central. The Indians dropped the Angels 10-4. Six straight wins for them. Eight straight for the Royals after thumping the Tigers 16-2. Eric Hosmer 5 for 6. Six RBI. Five runs scored. His grand slam capped a nine-run seventh. His Royals remain a game and a half back in the division. <laughs> That's not what, funny, man. What came in? I found Amazon reviews of the movie. People who bought it and then reviewed it. <laughs> a little bit over the top. No need to link a tragedy with Greek life. Best part of the movie was the step show. <laughs> the rest of it, not so much. <laughs> Oh, wait, 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 wait. Don't waste your money on this DVD. No statement, no setting, and no plot. It was just a film about what? Some frat steppings? Uh, this movie was weak. It sucked. Don't buy it. 
The movie looked like it was recorded with a handy cam. You are making that up. I'm not. The volume was suspect. The whole movie was Oh, dumb. you're making that up. I'm not. We had, we had a top-notch crew and craft services. <laughs> During both filming sessions or just the first one? Customer <laughs> reviews. <laughs> Stepping back. Who bought this other than us? Who are I you I told people? you about the guy that recognized me in Houston. Was there for a Super <laughs> yeah, Bowl, the man. Patriots, and the Panthers. Abdul We're going Smith. out for a late night meal. And dude said, that's Abdul. <laughs> we got to contact. I have fans. If you could go on and contact one of these guys, we got to find out how the hell they stumbled upon this. What did you do? A, like a Google search? Man, like, you guys. <laughs> like step show Yeah, I movies. have nothing else to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any suggestions? Watch Stepping Back. <laughs> what are you, how do you find this? <laughs> okay. You, y- 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 Stand by, Brian. SoNFL.com says Ravens QB Joe Flacco could miss three to six weeks with a back injury suffered while weightlifting the Baltimore Sun. Says Flacco will rest for a week to see if that calms his symptoms. U.S. soccer claiming the Gold Cup for the sixth time, sidestepping Jamaica 2-1 in Santa Clara. The game-winning goal from Jordan Morris in the 88th minute. And Danny Ainge said yesterday hip surgery has been ruled out for Isaiah Thomas. He's on schedule to be ready for training camp. Thomas initially hurt that hip in March and aggravated it in game two of the Eastern Conference Final. Guys. All right, Bogish, thank you. Uh, coming up next, we've got <laughs> Mike Mia. Was it in the theater? <laughs> I thought he said fetus. Like, what the hell? No, fetus? No, what the no. fetus have to do with this? Well, in, the th- in the theater? It no, was. it wasn't in the theater, man. Uh, they, it was going to the theater, but uh, we couldn't agree on the uh, designated rating of the film. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what it was? What, that's, what that's, held, what, that's what held you back? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what held yeah. back, stepping back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't make a step forward because they held us back. Uh, coming up next, we've got guys are so y'all are bullies. You know, I mean, y- y- y'all really are could be labeled bullies. Just want you to know that mm. you should be proud of yourself. If we're, if we're bullies, then you're Kim Jong Un because <laughs> the way you treat people around here. Uh, <laughs> coming right back. This is Geo and Jones on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. This was the year anniversary of us playing the audio of Brian's movie, Stepping Back, where we played Abdul Smith. And I missed this from W. Hatcher on July 7, 2005. He says, step away from this movie. <laughs> Horrible movie. Bad acting, bad plot. Then there was a review we actually got from on Twitter. Someone found a review that said, not even getting high made this movie good. Mm. And then the one on IMDb here. It falls flat with the terrible acting done by the entire cast. (laughs) Believe me, it's bad. (laughs) Uh, Wow. Does it hurt still to this day? That's I just want you to know that stings. I put my heart and soul into that particular character and and film, and to have such deriding, scathing reviews as those just shows how out of touch uh, those moviegoers are. Horrible acting by the entire cast. <laughs> Believe me, it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's not funny, man. I was, how would you, <laughs> you feel? You just laughed someone? at it, too. I was not laughing. Yeah, you were. I was chuckling to keep from crying. Oh, okay. How would you feel if someone pulled out your life's work and treated it as you're treating mine? Just soiled <laughs> all over it. Oh, how would you feel? It's happened before. Huh? Yeah. No, it's, I would, you know. This isn't your life's work. Stop yes, it. Yes, it is. You soiled the, the, the sanctity <laughs> of my existence. Shut up. My acting career. Michael Phelps has been catching heat from people because he was involved in that Discovery Channel Shark Week thing where he was supposed to race a shark and there was a computer-generated shark. And, yeah. and then people were freaking out because they, they said they billed it as a shark race. So Phelps was on Facebook Live and... He, he said that, let's give me number 10 first here, Pete. Uh, you know, he said that, listen, everything was up front here. It's you idiots that couldn't <laughs> figure it out. We did mention everything up front, James. Uh, some people just decide not to listen to some of the things that we do, and that's not my fault that you don't do that. Um, it's pretty easy to open up your ears and listen to either what the TV is saying, what announcers are saying, or what I'm saying in interviews. Now, I didn't watch Michael Phelps get interviewed prior to this, but I do remember the promos for this were Michael Phelps races a shark. I mean, they tried to sell it like that. Right. Yeah. Now, if you truly believe that they pulled that off, I mean, I thought that they really could. I thought that they could at least do this much, not have them race side by side, but at least have put on, you know, because they tag these sharks all the time. Right. And then had, you know, the whatever maximum miles per hour on an actual shark. Right. To see what it was, as opposed to making one in a computer. Which but, changes, though, but do they film this? They haven't necessarily filmed sharks at their optimal speed, have they? You catch them, catch them leaping out of the water to, to get their prey. It's but, difficult. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be extremely difficult. So I'm with Michael Phelps. What? what, what what made you think I was going to be in the water side by side with a shark? I'm in a cage. Because and, they sold it like that. Well, That's why. they sell a lot of stuff. They sell those burgers on the TV every morning, and when you get the burger, it looks nothing like that. Hey, they do. You see these people down with the, the cages. They get really close to the shark. Tiki did that. And all that That's stuff. That's why I knew he wasn't black. You're telling me that they couldn't. Black people down there mess with them sharks. They couldn't have him they swimming. They look like a seal. It, you know, just have him swimming down there with the shark. Man, just see who got to a and certain point. When you point. see the sharks, they just swirl. They're just swimming in a circle. Well, then at least have them try. I'm telling you, man, you could have tried. You could have done it. Shark Week's so damn boring. It's the same crap over and over again. There was this one on last night or the night before with sharks in New York City. Or oh, there's sharks. They just caught one here, didn't they? New York Harbor. A, a uh, was it a nurse shark? They caught one here. It was about 900 pounds. Yeah, oh. the, well, nurse sharks and and other makos and stuff like that. It was a around. mako shark. I think it was a mako they caught. Yeah, they're, but they've been around. Really, that's, that's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But what it, they're trying to say, great whites are going to go into New York Harbor, and this guy spent like days and days and days hanging around. He researched for years and years. He doesn't have a damn thing. He's floating around in his his center console fishing boat next to the Statue of Liberty, like 
throwing out a line. Think he's going to catch a, a great white under the Verrazzano. Like, what, what could veer over here? But no, they can't. That's the thing. Why not? After this whole special, there's there's no sign of it. They had to go all the way out to Montauk where they're like, it's just a short drive away. Like, short drive my ass. I was like, you know, New York City to Montauk. I mean, that's all. That's the entire length of Long Island. Like, only a short drive away to Montauk. And then they're off there and they catch... Um, I kid you not. They catch a great white shark off of Montauk that was a month old. It was like this big. Ugh. It looked like a keychain. Oh, wow. And, and they're, well, he's like, we got a great white. That and is so wrong. And people have been saying that they've been, it's a uh, birthing ground for them off of Montauk, and then they mature and go up to Cape Cod for years. This guy, and they're trying to scare people, in New, and they're interviewing people on uh, on Coney Island beaches going, uh, you know, what would you do if there's a shark? And he's like, I don't know. I guess get out of the water. I don't know. I ain't afraid of no shark, though. Yo, I grew up in the Bronx. I don't care about no shark. <laughs> yeah. It was the dumbest thing ever. So my point is, you know what? Throw Michael Phelps in there with a real damn shark and at least get people interested in something. <laughs> Same stuff. <laughs> this schmuck's down here in a cage. Let's tag this one. This one's female. It's bigger. Oh, they like seals. They eat fish when they're younger. Seals when they're bigger. <laughs> Stop. Do something, man. You know what? Feed a human to a shark. You know, someone who's decided that they're... That I they want to check wanna, out. They want to go. Do. Right. Like, I do. I could have done that with Abdul. <laughs> resembles find, a seal. Find Abdul Smith somewhere. The real <laughs> Abdul Smith. And just Abdul. see and see what happens. Throw him in there. You know, put him, <laughs> give him like a... A blood hat or something, and then see what happens. That would be entertaining to me. It's this bull crap that they put on. Sharks are on their way. On their way. <laughs> Pregnant and petrified. Yeah, they're New York. The Coney Island. No, they're not. Shane in Oregon quickly on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Shane? Hey, guys. I just had a quick review of Stepping Back. I thought it was a fantastic movie because we turned it into a drinking game, and it worked amazingly. What was the drinking game? Every time Abdul cussed, we took a shot. <laughs> and you still live so, to tell the story. <laughs> Shay, stop. <laughs> and go hook him horns. Oh, there he salvaged himself. <laughs> Shane. Drinking uh, game. Hey, y'all. Shane, did you really buy this movie and watch this movie? No. Oh. <laughs> I didn't no, I think so. I'm sorry, Shane. We have to go. I didn't mean to cut you off. I didn't wow. think so. You bastard. Yeah. Drinking game. <laughs> he didn't curse that much. What? Did, he? did, did he? I? Oh, did he? Yes. Because that wasn't me. He cursed yeah. a lot in that movie? Constantly. I've never seen it. So. And I don't remember being there. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, we're going to talk about Nick Saban's plan for the college football playoff. And then right after that, we're going to talk to Nick Saban. So how about that? Keep it right here. G. Owen Jones, CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom